Thank you for tuning in to the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Barrens. Thank you very much for joining us. Truly appreciate it. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Today, we have a very special guest, very good friend, very funny comedian, the co-host of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Joe Prano is joining us. Real happy to have him here. Part two of us unpacking cheating. We'll, we'll probably do a part three, a part four. It's a great thing to unpack. You know, we'll just we'll just drop them like uh, Lil Wayne did, like uh, the the dedication mixtapes. We're just gonna make it a series. Also, please subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That's truly appreciated. Hope you guys are doing well. Enjoy the show. So the conversation with me and Joe Prano that you guys are going to hear is actually our second attempt at a podcast. And it's not because of scheduling conflicts or technical difficulties. It's because we recorded like a 45 minute pod and we, we were just like bromancing so hard and reminiscing about gigs and all that type of stuff at times we kicked it. Did it got it was like, all right, all right, come on. It's called Let's Unpack This, not Let's uh, Let's Bromance This. Cause me, me and Joe, like you know, we're, we're we're like basketball players that like when we do games together, we're, we're like basketball players that like to like switch jerseys at the end of the game. We're like fucking, you know, we're like Jimmy Butler and Mark Wahlberg or, or Tupac and Mickey Rourke. Where it's like he's like this slightly older white dude from the East Coast that's an ethnic white, I guess in the East Coast terms, and I'm like this cool young black dude, and then we just like really hit it off when we uh when we link up. Um, and, and we, we did like a lot of the same, like we'd feature and headline like a lot of the same gigs at different periods and be like, Hey, how was that gig? How was that gig? So you're going to get a lot of that chummy bromance stuff. So, you know, that's one reason I wanted him for the pod. Um, and I can't remember if he said this on the earlier pod we recorded, I might put that one out, but here, here's how, cause Joe did like, he was like, man, what can I do your pod? And I was like, boom, like, come on, let's do this one. And with most of the guests to take you guys behind the, the curtains, most of the guests, I'm like, you know, like, boom, I want you for this one. I want you for this one. With Joe, or like, I'll give them like like a series of things like, oh, how about this one? How about this one? But these are the ones I'd be interested in having you for. With Joe, I went straight to cheating. I was like, no, we got to unpack cheating, Joe Prano. We got to do that. I don't, I don't want to talk about, you know, the you know, the 96 Bulls offense. Like, let's, let's, let's talk about these bitches, right? Because his thing with, with Joe is like, I remember one time it was after a gig and I had been drinking and I was like, hey, Joe, um, you ever, and both me and him were like in relationships with women at the time, but also like doing our thing, like when we were on the road or whatever. And I was like, hey, Joe, do you ever feel guilty about cheating on your girlfriend? And he was like, Lyle, why the fuck would you bring that up right now? No, I don't feel guilty, but I don't fucking think about that. Why do you want to think about that? Why are you talking about that right now? What the fuck is wrong with you? And he was like, just even disgusted. The thought entered my head. Like he was mad at my subconscious and it was really fucking funny. So I thought, boom, great to have on this one. Also, white guys cheat too. Y'all got to stop making it like it's a black Latino thing. White guys cheat too. So that's, that's another great reason uh, to have him on here. And, you know, this is like Joe was born in 1979. I'm born in 1990. I feel this is a dope cross-generational conversation about a timeless topic. So before we get to Joe Prano, um, one of our listeners, Jamie, shout out to Jamie, asked me, how do you know 
somebody is cheating in a relationship from uh, the, the part one episode. So I've never been cheated on to my knowledge. By, by the way, you ask a guy if he's been cheated on, you can tell a lot about a guy by the ones that say, not to my knowledge, and uh, a bitch would never. Way I lay pipe down, shit, a bitch ain't never gonna cheat on me. I'm not even gonna unpack that one. The streets speak for themselves, but you can tell a lot about a guy by like his response to has a woman cheated on you before. But outside of the things I mentioned in part one of the cheating episode, I never had reason to believe, but from what I've seen in my non-monogamous relationships that were steady dating and things I've observed with other people and things I've done myself, here's here's like a little top five of how you can tell somebody's cheating. One, Instant text message replies are gone, and the replies are coded. More one-word responses. They start texting you like they're busy. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. When I was young, I would text them like, okay, enjoy your night. Bye. God bless. Then, like, by the time I was, like, 27, I, I, 26, I was like, you, you either with some dick or you with Jesus. Which one? They'd be like, I don't like the way you texted me. And I'd be like, huh? I don't like how distant you are when you text me. So what you want to do? <laughs> but anyway, anyways, the point being is like being distant in text is usually a sign of the tides changing. Two, you plan a nice date and watch the guilt come out. Now, this move is normally reserved for when you think you're about to lose a bitch, but it's also a good whole heat check. Do some nice, really over-the-top shit and just wait for some tears and some truth. They normally come at the same time. Tears and truth. Three. The most obvious is they won't have sex with you. Moving on. Number four. My other sign I know a woman is capable of cheating early on is code phrases. And this is also what women should look for in guys, too. Code phrases. I really just view life as an experience. That's, I want to fuck when I feel like it talk. I like to travel. I just might want to book a flight to Ireland and don't want to have to explain myself. Book a flight to Ireland and suck some dick. Like, that's that's what that means. That's like that. that, That's code talk. Like, I don't want to be held to a standard. And then if eventually you're just getting like, come on, come on, be with me, be with me. But it's like they told you who they were up front. That's not to say it's your fault for, you know, saying, hey, I'd like to be in a relationship with you multiple times and them agreeing. It's just saying like, hey, that that's what's going to happen. You know. Even me, like I was king, like I know this because I was king of using coded language to say what I want to do. Like, remember on The Sopranos when Tony and Carm were, like, trying to get back to, like, Tony was trying to get back with Carmella because he was like, hey, you fucking up my money. And Carmella's like, damn, my money is kind of fucked up. And he said, I promise my midlife crisis will make its way back to the home. Then by the end, Tony had gotten shot by his uncle and he was too emotionally disconnected. He was too emotionally connected to his wife and too fat and old to have energy to chase and entertain women and shit. So he was like, fuck it, I'm with you. But, like, he, the point, the point was the coded. The coded language. And five, lastly, 
there's the putting the phone down thing as a meme. You know you a hoe when you put the phone down like this. People are hip to having messages not show up and, and shit like that. They know how to work with settings on their phone unless you fucking an idiot or somebody's parents. I think it's when they never had a passcode and all of a sudden now they got a passcode. Or when they're into their phone and all of a sudden it's gone as soon as you say their name. When they start smiling at their phone. When you're really fucking with somebody that you you text, like like when you're really trying to fuck somebody, you know, you text with intent. Even if it's a fuck buddy or somebody you met and you just really want to smash and dash, there is still intent in the execution because if you're not a piece of shit, you try to make whoever you are interested in having sex with feel interested. Maybe not special, but interested. And within that, there is a certain type of thing where you don't have a poker face when your phone is out. You you can't hide that smile. You can't hide that. It's not even about a smile or or butterflies in the stomach. Like, mm, I'm texting somebody special. It's this... Mm, there's intent in execution. So those are my top five signs for like how you can tell somebody is cheating. And it really takes emotional awareness. And also notice most of these things that I say in order to tell that somebody is cheating, it takes going out of your way. So so number two, plan a nice date and watch the guilt come out. That's, that's like work on your part to see, you know, or like a, a really nice uh, gesture, you know. Uh, was number one instant texts are gone. That's well, you know, that's still you like making an effort. Five, them putting the phone down, and then you got to be like, hey, 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 what's going on? What's going on? You know, like all these things, with the exception of number four with the coded shit, is and I guess number three with the obvious they want to have sex with you. All these things are you making an effort. And I think that's the main thing to take away to tell how somebody is cheating is when you're making the effort and their shit is gone or it's kind of like just going through the motions. Like you say their name like, hey, Tyler, Amber, boom, phone down. But before that, they're just mm, and they're caressing their phone. They're just fucking in love with it. But that's how I would say you can tell somebody is cheating. Okay, so we are back on course. I hope you guys I hope you guys enjoyed the pregame episode. So, okay, cheating. Where we belong. <laughs> As two young men that are not Peter Pan adults. Exactly. <laughs> Very adult thing to cheat. <laughs> It really is. So I'm going to ask you this, right? Have you ever had, because like I had this thing, right, where there's this one comedian, shout out Trevor Joyner, where his his wife was going to the this uh, ATC, this acting school in San Francisco, where like Denzel and a bunch of people have like gone through to study at. And anyway, so he took a girl that was like doing a class there, uh, this very attractive uh italian mediterranean woman and he, he posted a picture of her and he's like took her to open mic and she did wonderful uh her first set so i messaged trev and i was like oh i think i think you need to hook your boy up with that 
fast forward, I'm in her DMs, and then I bring my girlfriend at the time to the club, right, where a mutual friend of ours is having a birthday party, and my girl, like, you, you met my ex, like, she, yeah, he was miserable, <laughs> it's like, she never smiled, so anyways, so she was, like, just in a bad mood that whole evening, and then I was like, I was like, well, you want to go home? And then she's she's like, yes, I want to go home. I'm not having fun. And then uh, my boy Tra- Tra- Travis like, Lyle, please don't leave. You're the only other real nigga here. I really need you right now. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll stay. I give her the key to my house. Boom. I go back on the dance floor. And then because the girl that uh, whose DMs I slid in, she was there that night, mm-hmm. right? And dancing with each other. Fast forward, we go on a date. Fast forward, she says, Lyle. I know you have a girlfriend. And then I'm like, and I'm mad. Like, why is this bitch tagging me in pictures of us like getting food together? She needs to stop. She's fucking up my pussy game. So. <laughs> oh, you're talking about your girlfriend tagging you in pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My girlfriend was. So, yeah. So. Instagram, man, like it, it changed everything. Oh, yeah. Like, but back in the day, you'd just be like, no, I don't. <laughs> and they'll be like, who's this picture you having pancakes with? And you're like, fuck Instagram. So, right? Instagram, like, Instagram is the devil. Just, well, and then you got to make like, like answers, like you got to answer shit. Like, how come I can't tag you? How come you make it where I can't tag you? Yeah. But like, how come you're not allowing that in your feed? So, so that happened. And then it was like, well, what was worse is she was tagging me on Facebook shit. And it just, because, like, the photo's bigger on Facebook, too, because you can look at this shit on the desktop. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I looked even more li- li- like a dirtbag. But my question for you is, like, have you ever tried to hook up with a girl while you're in a relationship, obviously, and you know the girl would be down? You know the girl would not be down if she knew you had a girlfriend? Like, yes. how do you work your way around that? That Well, you have a girlfriend, Joe. Yes. Um well, I mean, so working around it is the, 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 the first, first things first is like, just avoid it at all costs. But if that comes up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, like I don't offer that information and don't like whatever, like do the best job that you can to like hide that. But then, you know, the sob story of like, yeah, but like we're on and off because it ain't going well. And <laughs> you know, like, yeah, technically right now, but like, you know, we're I'm on, we're on the way out, you know, like that kind of thing. We're on the rocks. We're on the rocks. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, it's on. The, but you also you got to you got to determine the situation. Like, is this, be, you know, it, if if you think they're a hundred percent not going to be down, then you got to like have some story. And then if you think that there's like a small chance that they'd still be down, then you could just own it and be a dog. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you care? We're all adults here. Like you worry about your problems. I'll worry about my problems. I'm telling you, man, like, cause girls in their twenties are like, Oh no, I just don't like, I had this one girl I was smashing. She was like, she was like 19 at the time I was 22. And she was, and like, she, she was like the one that like really knew. And she says something to the effect of, I thought I was okay being a side bitch, but I realized I'm not. But women in their thirties don't give a fuck. Like a 32 year old is like, yeah, whatever. And you know, what's funny. It's, you know, what's funny is like, you ask the question, like it's a, like, you know, um, 
like think about it as like a football player. You know, basically you're asking me like, okay, if you're the quarterback and you come to the line and you see that the corners on the outside are playing press man, but then they got safeties back in the zone, like what do you do? And I'm like, well, you know, in a vacuum, this is what I would do. <laughs> but but like in the moment, you also got to like feel the situation. Like what, you know, is this linebacker coming on a blitz? Is this safety pretending he's blitzing, but he's really not? Like you've got to like, you've got to be able to, um, audible in the moment you've got to be able to improvise like the idea that i'm that either of us are saying like this is what you got to do in that situation is like there is no right answer and wrong answer like you got to be able to think on your feet you just got to and you yeah gotta, I, I go you, with the thing that sounds most believable yeah go and, the, that what, i think they would also want to hear yeah except it's, it's not about what's most believable it's what they are going to believe yeah, yeah. And then like what they want to believe. What they want to believe. They, right. What they, and what they would. What do they want you to say? Listen, if they know that you have a girlfriend and they are still talking to you, then it's not the game ain't over. Right. So because right. they, they could just be like, no, you got a girlfriend. Peace. Which has happened to everybody in the world. You know what I mean? Everybody's been like, no, you're a scumbag later but if they're hanging around like waiting for you to make an excuse waiting for you to make an answer then then you have a chance so now you just have to come up with the right answer i remember i got so mad one time it was like this one chick it was like a, I, I am an equal opportunist in you know that department obviously but it was like this white girl and i was like trying to see what's up and then she, and then she said to me Lyle, don't be a stereotype. I'm like, bitch, I ought to take my dick back. All men do this. Like, <laughs> don't be a stereotype. I, feel, I mean, maybe it was like, I feel it was like black, I feel it was black based. As, as a white man, can you tell me? Like, I, I mean, it sounds black based, that's for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that, that's what I thought. Yo, by the way, would but you like, say. Well, like, no, you ever, because you, you said, you know, you feel like she was stereotyping you, but like, do you ever feel like you have those moments? where a girl was like, like hits you with something like before you even get into it, like before you even, before like the ball starts even rolling on this, like, ah, oh, like one of the, she gives you one of those lines. Like, I just feel like you're trouble. Like you're, Oh, I know. I know guys like you. And they're like, they're already trying to paint this picture of you, but like, you're like, just by her saying it, it's like, well, you're, you're not saying like you're, I know you're a dog and I'm out of here. You're like, this is like part of your flirt thing. So now it's like, do you want me to live up to your judge? You want me to live up to your stereotype or don't you? Cause it seems like you kind of want me to. I think, okay. Like I, I think with, with black dudes and women that aren't black, it, it can be like a more slippery slope in terms of undertones. Yeah. But all that aside, and you just take it to like two adults that are like horny and find each other attractive. I think it's like women are like, yo, I want to fuck a guy that gets bitches. Right. Like, I want to fuck a guy that gets, because he, he's going to know how to handle my ass. And then on top of that, like, he's not going to fall, like, hopefully he's not going to fall in love with me, and he's going to know how to handle how good this pussy is, or, like, he's just going to be able to conduct himself <laughs> in a more adult way than, like, a guy that I may find even more attractive, but I feel isn't uh, mature enough in that department. Right. I, that's my other thing with you. Like, do you feel... Cause they're okay. You were, we were talking about Adam Sandler on the last pod. There was that line in Funny People when Seth Rogen 
was like, I mean, why would you cheat on her? I have no idea. And Adam is, is like, well, it's really easy to cheat on somebody. It's like easy not to cheat when like nobody wants to fuck you. Right. Did For you sure. find like when you got a girlfriend, you're like, damn, bitches are just on me. Well, so uh, this is this is something that people have talked about for as long as relationship have, has has existed, right. and what the what this I'm sh- I'm sure somebody's coined a term for this, but like feeling like you can't get any tr- action, you can't get any traction, and then you get a girlfriend, and it seems like every girl's throwing themselves at you, right? Right, and and it's because you whether you're conscious about it or you're not conscious about it, you have something to go home to. So there, there is a, there's immediately a lack of desperation, right? Like even a very subtle lack of desperation, like the most attractive thing. And, and like, I I don't know about the psychology behind this or not, but the most attractive thing to a woman is you being like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Like you can like me or you cannot like me. I don't care. Nothing turns girls off more than guys who are like, I'm in love with you. Oh, like you're that desperate. So when you have a girlfriend or you have a, or, or even if you know, you got a girl waiting at the next bar, who's like waiting for you to come through. You know what I mean? If you have something in the bag, you just have a, you just are like, whatever. Cool. Like you're not down. Then when you're not down and they're like, well, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, so there's for sure, like a, whether people are aware of it or not, there's this confidence that comes with having something lined up already or having something waiting at home or having somebody, whatever, you know what I mean? So you put out this whole other aura and that's why, that's why guys get in trouble because then they attract more. And you so, know, what, and you know what the key is, Lyle. Let me tell. Let me give you some. Let me give you some forty-one-year-old like. Oh, like, oh, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here. Let for. me give you some forty-one-year-old like Bruce Lee like samurai shit. <laughs> if you can find a way in your mind to always have that attitude, whether you truly do have somebody like waiting at home or not, then you get that same aura. Anyway. How do you master that though? Because that's like the difficult the part. You just have to like you ever see Office Space? <laughs> you just I have. have. You just have to have that like hypnotized like I don't give a fuck about anything, like vibe, and then it's the same thing all all the way around. But the that can bleed is, into depression though. But right? like, but yeah, 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 yeah. But but like, you just have to. You don't. Have, you don't really have to like. You can convince yourself that you're that way, but you don't really have to believe it you know what i mean like you just as long as you can put that out there that you don't give a fuck one way or the other then it's the same thing and i'm telling you that works like uh like just just like like being too cool just be too cool you know what i mean i'm not real like i'm not really that fucking cool you know what i mean but like I'm really good at being like, I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> no, but it's it's like a lot more believable with, with your like, with your lifestyle. Cause like, and not in the sense like you, cause you obviously take care of yourself. Like you, you work out and you, you dress well and all that. But I'm saying in the sense where it's like, 
fuck it, let's go on a golf trip. But yeah. you know what? We're gonna line up shows and wherever uh, wherever my team's playing at. I can't remember if you're you're a Mets guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we're gonna do that. You know what? Fuck, we going up to the Bay Area. Oh shit! Spring training, boom. We going to Scottsdale. We gonna plan a golf trip, and then we are gonna do a pod, and we are gonna try to get one of the boys on the team, and then we're gonna do some shows at one of them crazy ass Arizona comedy clubs, where it's like, that's cool. Sh- like, you objectively do cool shit, even if you do like have like some shit in your head that isn't always like stable as we all do. It's like you still, it still exudes cool and like, especially in your space. Well, you know, it's, it's funny that you were like, you dress well, you know? And for me, like there's, there's people who take fashion like really seriously, you know? And then there's people who don't take it seriously at all. My, uh, my dad was in the fashion business. My dad, my dad, uh, worked for like, tons of huge designers as like the head of production. So like Ralph Lauren and like all that shit. So for me, the one thing for me is like, I don't wear designer shit, but my shit fits correctly. That's what I mean. Like, it's like you, it's like, I mean, cause like a guy like Joe Prano, like if, if I'm a Joe Prano fan and I'm like, and you come out in, in like a suit, whether it's like you come out live on stage, live pod, or even just like headshots or I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, no, I want to see, Joe Prano drinking a coconut at the pool. I want to see Joe Prano right, right. in like but, some plaid. But you know, but like my, but my, my style, and I'm not like trying to be like, do- like dorky about it, like my style, but my style is like, my shit is going to fit because like my dad would kill me if it didn't. And also like nothing bothers me more than uncomfortable shoes. So you'll never like every time you've ever seen me, I've been in some sneakers because, yeah. because like my feet are going to be comfortable. My dad wasn't going around wearing like, you know, sneakers to out to the bar like that was not his vibe but like i'm wearing sneakers and i'm wearing shit that fits and then together people are like oh this guy doesn't give a fuck and but he kind of looks sharp you know what i mean so it's like it's kind of like it's not a planned look but it like accomplishes what like it accomplishes exactly what the picture they painted for themselves like oh, this guy doesn't give a fuck but he actually kind of looks pretty good and to me it's like my dad would kill me if my clothes didn't fit right and I'm gonna wear comfortable shoes all the time. So there you go. Like for me, it's one thing, but to to the person who's looking at it, it's something different. You know what I mean? That's where I'm saying like you can pretend to not give a shit, but also still kind of not give a shit. <laughs> okay, so to that point uh, of straddling straddling that line of not giving a shit, can you be a cheater in relationships and still be a good person? Because there's this thing of like where it's, I, I mean, like it sounds stupid looking back, but it's like I remember when I got like when PlayStations first came out, I got my first PlayStation and like friends at school were like, oh, I got cheat codes. I got cheat codes. And then I had like my mom and people would be like, no, 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 don't cheat in video games because cheating in video games leads to cheating in real life. And it's I mean, maybe they were right. But it, it, like in that sense, though, do you think that like cheating in a relationship can lead to like being shitty in other whether it's business uh friendship and other aspects of your life or do you think that can be just completely separated i mean first like okay this is this is a like now you're on your howard stern shit um, <laughs> not not 90s howard stern like therapy yeah. howard stern yeah exactly therapy <laughs> yeah. howard stern this is like this is like howard stern and oprah had a baby um, <laughs> we unpack over here baby. yeah yeah so this is like i feel like there's a lot of layers to this and I want to say first and foremost, like, I'm not trying to be like, <laughs> I'm not trying to sell like 
how to cheat on your girlfriend for dummies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying <laughs> no, to- no, but it's like it's. It's, okay, let me just say this. I'm not trying to be the poster child for like asshole dudes. Well, let me just mean? say this, Joe. Like I will say this like at the beginning of this episode, like in a lot of the episodes, I let them know that this is a black masculinity safe space. This is a, max, a masculine <laughs> safe space. So right. this is like the type of space like we unpack that here. Right, right, right. But But to answer your question, because it's layered, I think, you know, what we're talking about is we're talking we're sort of talking about like right and wrong and then like can you be right if you're can you be acting right if you're still acting like a little bit wrong and i think that i think that question is um you know uh, how virtuous are you being for yourself as opposed to for somebody else first and foremost. And like, this is separate from this conversation in particular, but obviously it relates to it is like, you have to be happy for yourself. Otherwise, if you're, if you're not happy, that's going to lead to way worse stuff than like you being like, Oh, I cheated at video games. I'm going to cheat at this. I'm going to cheat on my taxes. (laughs) Now I'm going to cheat on my, like who, who gives a shit if you cheat on your taxes, if, you're a Which miser- we do not do, but yeah, yes. Right. If, shit. if you're a miserable person that could then end up like hurting somebody else or hurting yourself or whatever, like the the most dangerous thing to, to be is to be like unhappy. So first and foremost, worry about your happiness. Now, when you're in a relationship, you're taking somebody else, your happiness is enjoined with somebody else, right? So if you right. just if you just chase your happiness. And that leads to somebody else's unhappiness. Now we have to find a balance. Do you know what I mean? So you, you're an asshole if you only care about your happiness and, and no one else. Then just don't be in a relationship, right? But my point is you can still treat somebody well and be a good person to them while doing things that maybe you are personally not proud of. Or Okay, thank you. Or, or, or you, you, you go, I maybe think I'm doing something wrong, but I'm doing this for me, but I'm still treating them well. And then, and honestly, the only time it's in a problem is like what now we're in the, we're in the world where like everybody knows about every, you know, like we dug in before on like Instagram and going through your phones and go through it. It's like, well, you know, like the phrase, like it, if you didn't know what, like who cares? Like if, if you don't know about it, it ain't going to kill you. Like, but I think that's a very slippery slope, but I think it's really about treating, like, don't be in a relationship with somebody if you're not going to treat them well. Uh, Okay. So, so for me, which I talked about earlier uh, on, on the solo part of the pod is what made me feel so comfortable doing that was for how she made me feel when she was like an older woman. So I was like, Oh, well, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to like look fast. And then, and, and then like in a combination of that, it got to a point where it was like, I was using her being a, a, a bitch as motivation for me to go out and like find other women. And I was doing all that and I was not happy. And it was not like, it was not, uh, it, it like after some time, it wasn't happy cheating. It was very like, you know, like the sex scene of monsters ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or it's like it is is hot, but it's not. Like, it's, 
that 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 that's where I was at with it. So, so so to bring it back to all those things that you were saying, is like, is there a point where you like blame a man? And when I say blame, I don't mean it in a blogger way, but just in like, come on, bro, like, what are you doing? Like like with the homie, like, cause like for me, like I like when a man's cheating, I look at it like what what you just said, which I didn't even consider. So, boom, that's great. And then I look at it like, are you? ruining your life are you ruining like if you like really love her and care about her is this gonna like fucking crash down is this gonna fuck up some kids lives is this so this, i'm glad in the hospital? so i i just watched the tiger woods doc last night have you seen it i haven't so is it but, HBO, but, but, but unpack it anyways yeah yeah get it, hbo get it. max is a tiger woods documentary it's all about tiger woods like his family growing up and him and the golfer and then obviously the whole cheating scandal and whatever and the the way that he pretended to have like he made a blueprint for what his life was supposed to look like what his wife was supposed to look like how his family should look how many dogs he should have all this thing he created this whole thing and the whole time he was just about smashing you know ratchet perkins hostesses and stuff and to me that's fucked up because he brought this woman in to this world where that's what that's what he wants to do with his life. But then he lies about who he is and brings this woman into his life and marries her and has kids with her and then brings this, these kids into that that life. And it's like, I think the thing that makes that fucked up as opposed to he's in he marries this woman and he has kids with her. And he's not happy and he's not satisfied and he goes to look for something to satisfy him. Does that make sense? I think to me, like if he, if he, if he like went to find something that his wife and his family were not providing for him, that would be a little bit more reasonable than just being like, I'm a scumbag that just like, like gets gets hotel rooms full of high-end prostitutes every time I go to Vegas and never misses a beat and marries a woman and has kids with her or whatever. It's like, yo, you live a double life. You pretended to be somebody you're not and you pulled this lady into it and that she, like, it all blew up in her face. That, that's that's wrong to do in my opinion. Well, well, well I, okay, I want to get into that though, pretending to be something you're not. Yeah, I, I do want to come back to that, but I, don't, I want to put a pin right here. So pretending to be something you're not. So are you saying, I mean, is it possible, though, that Tiger can be a guy that does want to have a family and kids and a, a loving family structure, but then just also like have fuck fest 2017 in Vegas? I, I, it's It seems like he should have just been like, I want that for me eventually, but I'm not ready to have that now because I'm still not done with this portion of my life. You know what I mean? And, um, or, or if you're so crazy about it, we're like, that's your thing. Fine. Like, dude, like, let's talk as like men here who know, you know, what money and all like, yeah, you're Tiger Woods. You have a billion dollars. You can find somebody who's into that, like into that social contract. Like, yo, look, I'm not. Uh, a great dude, but like, uh, <laughs> but, wait, wait, how's he not great though? Because I mean, like, if he's doing that, I think he is a great dude. Right. He's saying but, it up but I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, 
I think if he owned it, he also could have found somebody that like understood, you know what I mean? And was like, cool, that's your life. That's what you do when you go to Vegas, but you also provide for me and we're going to have children together. And like, like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like you do you tiger, you provide me with a great life. Like there are women who would have done that for sure. They would have signed up for that. So the fact that he was, he didn't, he wasn't verbally explicit about it. Yeah. To me is like, to me is like, you brought this woman in under like false pretenses as opposed to bringing somebody in with an honest, uh, approach and then it going wrong. You know what I mean? The whole world is full of people who like married the woman that they wanted to be with. And then it fell apart. And I think that like, it's not, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying at least the intention was right. But then what's the difference? I mean, like, obviously, like, I mean, like the, the billion dollars and all that. Okay. You know what? Let, let me bring it here. Let me bring it here. Cause I like saying like, well, what's, what's the difference between us doing and Tiger doing it? Like there's a million things right there, but let's say what's the difference between, or would there be a difference? Let's say if, we had a friend that got married and did it and then the tiger situation and like a friend, like let's say like your boy that um, like we uh, talked about on the last episode, you're, you're like, like, so Joe has a friend. I don't know which episode you're listening to in what order, but so Joe has a friend where basically he uh, works at this like finance place and he's adjacent to the world of sports and he gets an expensive account and he takes clients out to, to golf course, dinner, bar, uh, football games and all that. And, so a guy like that though. Yeah. If he's doing that though, do you look at it the same as Tiger and he's like it's like come on man, you could you should have told her. Yeah, well to marriage. me to me, you know, if that's my buddy, like I assume he's going to talk to me. Like most of my good friends they told me like, "Oh, I'm thinking about getting engaged or I'm thinking about getting married or I'm or I proposed and whatever." And like, dude, I I've, I've I've talked to my my friends and been like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like you sure you want to do this? Are you ready for this? Are you whatever? And like that happened more and more to me when I was like in my late twenties, early thirties. And it happens to me in my forties, but, um, yeah, people know who they are now. Yeah. But, but also like to me, it's like, I, I, I can't tell you how to be a good person. And I'm not saying I'm the best person in the world, but I'm just saying it seems like, it's not that hard. Like uh, this, this might be like a white and black divide. This will be good for us to like, but culturally, or you mean like just in terms of, no, like, cause I, I don't know. You know, you were talking about like, you know, the, the, you, you we were talking about before and you're like, well, it's, it's different for black men. Like, l tell me if this is something, cause this is like very prevalent in like the white 30 something dating scene. But like, okay. but like, um, Oh, like I'm into you, but like, I'm not ready for like a real relationship, like the fuck boy thing where it's like, or a girl where it's like, Hey, we're cool to hang out, but I'm not, but I'm not trying to be your boyfriend. Yeah, that's universal. Right. That's universal. But I'm like, so it's, it's, it's so, it's such a normal thing to say to somebody that it's crazy to me to be like, okay, if what I'm saying to you is like, I'm not done fucking other people. It's crazy to me 
to just be like, I'm not done fucking other people, but I'm still going to marry you. Like what? To me, that's crazy. So to it's me- not even a power and money thing with, with a tiger situation. It's like the marriage thing. Whereas if it's like more so cheating in a boyfriend, girlfriend space, it's that you, you're like, ah, do what you got to do. We men. I'm just saying like, I think the thing that makes his thing extra bad, or maybe is like, and look, you know, Lau, maybe I'm just justifying some of my actions or whatever, but like, I, th- <laughs> yeah. I think you're, a, I think, and I'm saying this is all like, um, this is all like levels of bad, but I think if you're just going to be a dog, then why are you going to start like, then, then just, then just don't start dating somebody like exclusively or don't marry, like don't lie to somebody and say that if you don't mean it as opposed to, and again, there's there's probably people listening who are like, dude, you're just as much of an asshole as opposed to saying that meaning it. And then not having the balls to get out when it's not true anymore. I mean, but like, isn't that what, isn't that what we did? That's what I'm saying. That's less bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Cause we got out <laughs> because, but I'm saying like, yo, we got out. Right. But I'm saying like, there are, there when there's an overlap, it's because you're not, or like, or when you're doing it, it's because you, you haven't gotten the balls to, to officially pull the cord yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, okay. So, so I said this earlier at the top. So like cheating now at like 30 and when I'm like really building a life with the woman, it's like, it's not, cause I know people, people would be like, like oh well, if Rihanna walked in a room and it's like let's keep it to women that would fuck me, like let's keep it to right. Like let's say like the super bad bitch waitress where like all the women like kind of you know like when you're playing pickup ball and like there's a guy that obviously like he he played D two but he's also fun to play with because like he like gives you the ball but right. then it's also like all right you got to give it up like you got to set the screens for him he, and all that he's making like, he's making all the right plays but if you need a bucket he's definitely the guy. So there are those women, right, where it's like, <laughs> they'll be like, just like ass, tit, legs. And then like the women are just like, she's pretty. She has a nice ass. And it's like very mad. And they're like kind of igno- like almost from like an animal planet instinct yeah. way of like they're acknowledged. Like, okay, the, the, the bad alpha bitch is like in the, the, the bitch with the nice coat is in the room, right? Right. <laughs> in tiger terms. So there's like, there's like that side of it. Where like a like let's say a guy has that opportunity, where I'm kind of like okay I get it, like that's the kind of cheating in any situation I forgive. For me, it's the ruin your life thing, right? With men, right? Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a reason I'm 41. And I've never been married. I'm not trying yeah. to ruin somebody's life. Can, can can we talk about your relationship now, or, or should, I, if we want to stay away from that, that's fine. No, we can because right now everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are you in the space where you would, where you could potentially cheat again, or no. are you like that's a phase no. of your life that's done with? No, 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 no. Uh, so, listen, it's not something ever in my life that I was like actively, like, yep, this is me, this is who I am. You know what I mean? Like, like I just didn't. That's like I think that's more what I was just talking about. Like the people who are that approach. So, like. If I'm happy and I'm satisfied, it's not on, it's, it, it's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? 
I think that's, I think that's the, I think that's the most important thing. And I'm not saying that that's like, uh, that, that makes, that means it's better or worse or whatever, but it's like, like you just said, okay. Um, Oh, it's, you know, and if it's like the crazy baddest bitch and like Rihanna walks in and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, if you're in this situation where you're like, man, this yeah, is. Yeah, I want to take it away from Rihanna. I want to take it to like just like a regular, really hot girl. Right. But I'm saying somebody, girl. somebody you're like, wow. Yeah. That would be, that would be in the top whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a different question. I think we're, we're, what, you know, when you say it, it's like right now, like I'm very happy. I love my girlfriend. I'm very satisfied. So like I have a different, like, like uh, when I'm out and about, it's like a different vibe for me. You know what I mean? Like right now, because I'm happy and satisfied, like if you and I were out, I'd be like trying to get drunk with you. You know what I mean? That would be right. like what, that, that would be where my radar's at. Like how many tequila shots can we have? What's this bar look like? Yo, where's the dope spot for steak late night? Like I'd be all about finding like other things. As opposed to when I'm not satisfied, maybe it's maybe I'm still in a relationship when I'm not. And then it's like, yo, Kyle, yo, Lyle, like, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> we had one of those nights like that. In, uh, I think it was Newport. I can't remember where it was. But we we had a night like that after a, a Tony Block show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's right. Times. So. So, oh, by the way, do you, do you got the surf lesson? Or no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. So, so anyways, um, where what? Okay, boom. All right, we're back. So, I'm I'm not a pod vet like you. So, no, all good. <laughs> so with that though, right? Is it's this thing like? I mean, because like like my thing with like men going outside of the relationship. I, I love how you're like whispering on a pod. You're like, all right, so here's the deal. <laughs> You know what it is? Is is Ariel's giving like a presentation right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I, th- I thought you were doing what I sometimes do, where I'm like, well, normally I have to whisper if I'm talking about these things. So even when I don't have to whisper, I still end up doing it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not doing like the Joe Rogan thing. Like, like so when you get attacked by a bear, like no, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying like no one, no one loudly talks about robbing a bank, even if they're like in the privacy of their own home. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, we should rob that bank. It's like, yo, so here's how we're robbing this bank. <laughs> let's, let's, I know, I know no one's here, but let's talk about cheating. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so with cheating, let me put some bass in my voice now. It's like the, 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 the our, our white guest accused me of, of uh, not saying it uh, from my chest. No, no, so, no. I think it's hilarious. I'm, I'm feeling the same. I'm kind of like whispering too. I'm like, man, who's listening? Siri's listening. That's for sure. So yeah, mine too. So, so with cheating, right? Are you like in where you're at now? Yeah. Is like, let's just say like the, cause I had a, I, had a, I don't know if you know, Gary Anderson, wonderful comedian. But I had Gary on the show and we unpacked long distance relationships. And he yeah. said to me, like, he was like, the two things he said to me, he's like, that, that I took away from it is I was like, well, so the girl you were now and like, is this like the best sex like you ever had? Or he, he said, no, but like relationship sex or who you settle down with is like not supposed to be like the best sex. The best sex is because it was the moment or like how it happened. And the other thing he said was, I mean, I think there's something very juvenile about men expecting women to be monogamous. And I was like, if your woman came to you and said, like, yo, I feel the need 
to like fuck other men or whatever like how would you he'd be like i would be okay with that i'd be fine doing that because i don't think people were like naturally designed to have sex with one person mm-hmm. but i mean then again it's like you could say that goes to your point of what's higher where it's like the verbal communication i just think for like guys like us you know even if you don't want to even if you don't want me to take you on this boat with me it's just like, <laughs> oh it's just like, us <laughs> it's like, I'm, not, I'm not getting on the plane with you lyle i'm staying on the ground no man like for guys like us there is this thing because like you were a late bloomer i was a late bloomer and then we find comedy and we're these fucking guys and then we get off and we have like temporary moments of of this like sheen on us is it's like it is very and it's kind of already in our nature to just like want to know what's out there is like i don't blame guys like us and i i'll say also i know this guy and he was not a comic i just knew him through like a guy that i played uh that i hooked with and long story short is this dude he was like 27 28 and he's like he worked in tech but he was like very very comfortable and like i'm gonna just say i've never seen anything illegal creepy with him but i'm saying he was very a little too comfortable talking about how he really wanted to fuck a 21 year old yeah, because for me, I never like actively was like I want a twenty one year. I was just like I just want a girl with a fat ass. And some, right, right, right. Yeah, it's like when <laughs> when somebody's specific about that, then it's like you're not even really talking about anything. You're not talking about them physically. You're really talking about like their age, and that's very weird. You know what? Maybe this wasn't a good example of where I was going with this. Oh, no, but I, but I, I, I know what you're saying. Is okay. So what I'm saying is like this guy did not fuck like enough 21 year olds when he was 21 or whatever. Right. Which is also because it's like you don't fuck 21 year olds when you when you're also 21 as a guy. You fuck 21 year olds when you're 27. Totally. Like, right. So, but what I'm saying is like they're like a lot of and he's like the extreme version of that. But he's just what comes to mind is like I feel like men if we don't have what we've kind of always been curious about like we can get a little like at worst like rambunctious creepy, creepy. <laughs> but yeah yeah rambunctious at best yeah yeah no absolutely and i think that's that's what it um that's what i was talking about before when you know the word satisfied is not just in terms of physical or sex or whatever like i'm talking about like like when when you're not satisfied like in any regard that's when you look other shit. Like if you're hung, right? Like if you and I are hanging out and I'm like, yo, I need to eat. I want like, I want a steak. You know what I mean? And then we go out and we have steak and I'm like, you know what? I am not satisfied. Like, where is the ice cream spot? You know what I mean? You just like <laughs> look for other stuff. Like that's just the way it goes. But if you have a badass steak and you're full, you're like, now you're not looking for anything else. So there's, there's being satisfied is like, the most important thing, but I'm talking about uh, in all respects, like, like challenged by somebody's personality challenged by like the conversations that you have then, then like physically satisfied and then all that stuff. Like, that's just a, like, it's, it's, you have to be satisfied in all the regards or else you are then going to be like, how do I fulfill my, you know, satisfaction elsewhere? Is, is that really possible though? To be like satisfied. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think for some people, and I think, you know, 
you, you, you hear like the soulmate thing all the time. Like I believe in that for some people, like some people just like found the perfect person for them. But that also seems like more strange than like beautiful. You know what I mean? Is it almost like a little like Hallmark driven, you think? Yeah. Yeah. But I, but no, but I, I also think that some people, like, I think a lot of people like try to find it and that's how they get themselves into a bad situation. But then I think, you know, you, you do meet some people where you're like, yep, they've just gotten along forever. And they've, and they've been together for so long. Like my brother and his wife are like unbelievable together. And like, they don't need anything. Like I would, I would fucking like nothing would shock me more than to find out my brother cheated on his wife. Oh, wait, is your your brother's younger, right? I have an older brother and a younger, but I'm speaking about my younger brother who has a oh. wife and two kids, and I would be blown away because he gets like now he's like he's so set in that department that like his satisfaction comes from other shit. He's like. He like takes Christmas lights real seriously and like builds. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like builds. His no, no, kids. I know. He's he's like Mr. Suburban now. I, Mr. No, I Suburban. Him, I got a cousin like that. Yeah, builds his kids a fucking house. Like he's into CrossFit. He, you know, blah blah blah. Like he's he's always got a million little things he's into, um, and cars and this and that. But like he loves to like play. But like if he need if like. Any given moment, if he's not satisfied, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. But like, that'll never be like, but like his relationship is like not ever in question. I'm like, good for you. That's great. You know, that's awesome. They've been together since like, he was like, I mean, they've been together since he was in college and they got married when they were like 25 or 26. So that's, you know, that's 15 years ago now they got married. 20 years ago that they've been together and like that's it you know what i mean okay so hypothetical time now he'll go to the strip club with us does he does he get dances i, I mean i haven't been with him in a while but yeah he would and okay. i don't think he and i don't think it would like i don't think she'd flip out so hypothetical wise because i've had friends close to me be like kind of on the on the brink of st- that have like wife kids and they've been on the brink of like stepping out and i've never been like oh you shouldn't do it i'd just be like um if you're gonna do it keep an eye on it and don't let it get out of hand that's always been yeah my yeah but but so for you being this like and i'm an only child but i don't know if you know it, but yeah i'm an only child but so i didn't know me, that but it makes a lot of sense <laughs> i want to circle back to that towards let's, the end. let's unpack that <laughs> let's unpack that <laughs> as i have my notepad <laughs> But, but so for you, right, it's like, at what point would you, like, how would you take that if, like, your brother, somebody that close to you that was, like, really happy, but they said, like, look, man, this is a kind of once-in-a-life op. Because you know a lot of guys were, like, especially the ones that haven't uh, had to sample as much of the merchandise that's in society. Yeah. They're like, oh, I just need to see what this is about. Right. Like, how would you, what's your approach as somebody that like gives a fuck and, and would be shocked? Well, I'd be shocked for sure. But like in, in, in that particular situation, but like in, in any of my friends, you know, that are married or whatever, I wouldn't be shocked at all for the, for the average person. And I would be like, yeah, dude, I get it. I'm 41. There's a reason I'm not married. Like, yeah, no shit. 
bro, I could have told you that a long time ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, I totally understand somebody having that, that feeling. I would totally under, I would totally understand somebody being like, man, I've just been in this for like the last however many years or whatever. I'm like, yeah, totally. It's not normal. It's weird. Of course you feel like that. So, so we're cheating in relationships. But, but, and then, and then, you know, and then, and sorry. And then the other thing is like, what does that look like when they actually play it out? I don't know. Like now I could give you, I could, if my friend came to me, I'd be like, well, all right, you want some advice on that? Like, I don't know. Like, I think my first, I think my first thing as somebody, um, you know, let's say one of my friends came to me and said that, like, I, to answer your first question, like, I would totally understand that. I'd be like, of course, dude, of course that you're, you feel like that. I totally understand that. Now, what are you asking me? You ask me how to do it, what to do, how do you, how should you feel? Like whatever. Be like, how about let's like let's get real deep right out of the gate. Like, have you talked to your wife about this? Are you guys going to therapy? Like, are you whatever? Because, dude, you decided to make that decision. You know, you decided to put yourself in that situation. So now you're asking me, like, what you do, like. I think it goes back to what we were saying before. It's like every single situation is different. Do they have kids? Do they not have kids? Do they, how old is their kid? Their kids that are like, I have, I have friends now. I'm old enough where like I have kids, I have friends who have kids who are teenagers. You know what I mean? That's gotta so, feel weird. So you're like, well, dog, you know, you've, you've raised this kid. Like you've given this kid a good life. Like, if you and mom aren't getting her along anymore, like, you know, you can also just be an adult and be like, Hey, here's the deal. You're 15. You want to learn some shit about life? Like <laughs> we're getting a divorce. I have divorced friends. You know what I mean? But like, um, you know, in terms of like advice, I'm not going to be like, yeah, just slam some strange, go back to your wife. <laughs> like I'd, I'd be a little bit more like, okay, let's, you know, if you're coming to me for advice about it, I'm going to be like, all right, let's play out every, possible solution i am definitely not like that's the route i take i take the therapist one where it's like I'm yeah like, well, what do you want to do i have you've seen me do the joke and we're not going to do com comedians talking comedy but no 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 no. but if it's, it's just for the sake of the, the podcast but for the sake of the podcast like i think the best um the best thing about comedy is when it's true to life and when it speaks to something that like everybody can relate to, you know what I mean? But I've done, you've seen me do the joke about I'm the last single friend. So all my friends wives fucking hate me. Right. Cause they think I'm the one that's making their husband do some dumb single guy shit. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to watch basketball and like find the steak spot and find the good, you know, margarita. Your husband's the one that's trying to do the fucking creepy dude shit because he's not satisfied. You know what I mean? So like, I am the I like you should love me. I'm the one that's like, bro, you need to relax. Like, no, we are not doing cocaine at the bowling alley. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it, it's a great joke. And I'll, I'll say, I'll say it a lot. Like, obviously, not. not critiquing the bit but just like as truth as like truth to what you're saying is like they are fucking looking for a face to be the enemy right but also what the the that is part of it for sure but also our boys are making it like we're the enemy 
You know what I mean? Where their bad, where their bad influence. Where it's like, no, you know, like, sorry, I was so late. I was hanging out with Joe. Like, you know, he doesn't have anybody to like get him. Whereas if, <laughs> where if dudes go out with their other married friends, then it's like, hey, everybody's got to get home to their kids, right? Like, how do you guys, how do you guys drink till two in the morning? Like, you all have kids. So for us, it's like, oh, we're on chain. So like, we don't have to answer to anybody. So then they can blame it on us. And it's like, fuck you, dude. I, was, I told you to go home hours ago. I ain't gonna lie. I've done that shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we love to do that. And you always pick your least, you know, like the friend. We all have a friend that's like our fucking sell them down the river friend because they already don't like them. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, they're, okay, those are the Peter Pan friends. Yeah, exactly. Those are the Peter, like the friends that like where we uh, packed on the last spot, like, at what point you're Peter Pitt, like when the, the working comic guys <laughs> throw like the, the everyday working man under the bus, like, oh man, you know how he is. He just be getting fucked up. He, yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He was calling them bitches. I told him to cut that out. I was just like, trying to keep, I was just, I was just, I just, I only hung out with him so late to make sure he didn't get arrested. <laughs> it's like, well, well, nah, man, it was, it was no Ubers. So we had to hail a cab. It was different. Yeah. yeah. So late. There, there was no Ubers. Might be the worst lie of all time, right? <laughs> there were no Ubers. It works in Vancouver. I was in Vancouver where I recorded couples therapy. Yeah, they have no uh, Ubers there. That's amazing. It's like it's it, it's 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 great for that lie, then, right? Like, because then you could just be like, "Well, we're partying in Vancouver this weekend. <laughs> we got to go to Vancouver." Like, why do you want to go to Vancouver? There are no Ubers. We could just be late to everything. There's no Ubers. I know Dino Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me ask you this, though. Like, let's say your girlfriend now or a girlfriend said, I understand as a man, you have needs to have sex with other women. You have balls and it's biological, blah, 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 blah. I don't have that same need, but you can do whatever you need to do. Just don't let me know. Do you trust that? Or is there something where you're like, "Mm, is there some other shoe that's about to drop? Do I trust that she means it or do I trust that that means, are you saying, am I questioning, am I questioning the sincerity or am I questioning what's going on on her end that she is like, that she's lying about? Oh, I don't know. Like, is there anything where you're like, where you feel like, Hmm, what am I walking into? Cause this feels too good. It it feels like a trap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, yeah, I would, I would certainly question that. I was, I would definitely tread lightly and feel very like this has trappy vibes all over it because I have just never, that's never been something anybody has said to me or even like hinted at. And then like, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, um, but also, you know, I think there's the other thing where this takes us back to like the Tiger Woods thing is like, I'm not providing somebody with anything right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm providing you with happiness. I'm providing you with companionship. I'm providing you with whatever. And like, I do. Okay. You know, I do. Okay. But I'm not, I know you do. Okay. I'm not rich. You know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody's not, somebody's not getting like tons of vacations from me and like a nice handbag and stuff like that. And so then they're like giving me the leash to like do whatever. And then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. You know, basically what you're saying is like, I don't want to give up what I have. I I don't want you to like, leave me high and dry going to look for something else. So I'm going to go let you do it. You have a Carmelo Soprano situation. Right, right. Exactly. So I'm going to go let you do it. So I'm not, so then for me, if I'm not like 
a high value enough person in terms of just like that situation, then why you, what the, what's the catch here? Okay. No, well, okay. I, I asked because I have been in that situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, 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 and how did that play out? Oh man. So eventually it led to, uh, things being more serious. And then eventually it led to a kind of like understanding. And then it kind of led to, to, um, you know, a, a lot of fun. <laughs> let me, let me ask you something since you've had that situation and I have not, when yeah. I was, when, I mean, this is an age thing a little bit, but it's also like, the danger of it a little bit. I don't know about the danger, but like, just, just, okay. So when I was in New York in my twenties, I smoked a ton of weed. You know what I mean? And when I was, was in California, was it as good as out here? What's that? Was it as potent as it is out here? I mean, it was, it was as potent, but not as, um, it was readily available. Cause I knew, I knew folks, you know what I mean? I had a good in with some folks who were like, you know, I wasn't like buying it off a dealer or anything like that. Right. But the thing for me in my situation was like, I didn't have a lot of variation. <laughs> like I knew some folks that had the dope New York sour diesel and like, oh, I love, they, I love and they'd always have it and it'd always be real good. Um, and like, I couldn't call them at like 2am if I needed more. But like I never had like, but the next morning at a reasonable hour, I could get as much as I wanted and whatever. But so there wasn't a lot of variation, but I wasn't like, I never did the like call the yeah, number, yeah. have the guy come over, sell me 50 bucks, take a round of a block. Like my shit was real, like, you know, it was real, like no, no middle, no, like, no, like street buy stuff. Like I was just like getting it from the distributor. You know what I mean? Are, are you trying to say you don't have to deal with black support Ricans? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not have to deal with black support Ricans. But even in New York at the time, like a lot of my a lot of my friends are buying from like the white dude who comes in with a briefcase where everything's already prepackaged in like fifty dollar jars. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we got this this week and we got this this week. I'm just telling you, I was buying wholesale. Is what I'm telling you. Uh, okay. Will you sell it? No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm not going to get DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was buying, I knew a wholesaler. I, I knew the guy who ran the Costco. And, um, <laughs> and so, but I was all, but like the thing is, I just smoked weed all the time. And then when I got to LA and I had the ability to like go shopping, you know what I mean? And like go to the store and get the edibles and get the, whatever and get this vape and get this strain and get this and get indicas and get sativas and get whatever. I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm good. You know what I mean? And I smoke weed plenty, but like just not at the rate. And I think there's a little bit of it that was like twenties versus my thirties. Right. Right. But there's, it's also like a little bit like, well, if I can get it anytime I want, like I could walk out right now and just go get, you know, just go get some shit right now of any kind. Like I go to whatever the shop, you know how it goes. Just go get it. As long I it's not 8 PM. Yeah. I didn't have to, I wasn't like, I don't have to right now be like, yeah, well, if you're saying I can get a, you know, an ounce like for this, then I better, I guess I better take an ounce. You know what I mean? So I guess my question for you is like, it, is it like drinking is in Europe 
for kids or like smoking weed is in California and Colorado for people where like when you know you can do it, you don't take advantage of it as much as when you're not supposed to be doing it. Oh yeah. Like, like, like was that, well, do you think that's like a little bit of a, like a mental strategy? Do you think she was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. And then you're like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like, you know, we binge drink here in America and like, and like, you know, 20 year old, like French people aren't like going to keg parties because they've been drinking wine since they were like eight. Yeah, I will be. Okay. So, so for me in that situation, I was about to get in my wine consumption, but so anyway, so, so for me in that scenario, great question, by the way, is for me, it made me kind of go, Hmm. How can I turn this possibly into a threesome? <laughs> like that's that's honestly where my mind went. I'm like, all right, well, she's cool with this. Then what's the next level that may that I'm not that I can maybe find is available? So, but but to ultimately to, to answer your question, yeah, it did make me just kind of go, hmm. All right, well, if it falls in my lap, it was less like it, also like I was in my late twenties, so it was also like you know. I don't feel like doing as much chasing. Right. You know, what I mean? you know, it's, it's hard. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing for, for a guy to give this advice to women. And I'm not sure how many of your listeners are women, but like 11%, <laughs> but that is a, that is a, that is a dangerous move, but it is definitely a power move. If you make that mm-hmm. offer, and you can like, and you can like really make like whether you want to make it or not. If you make that offer, I think it's a power move that in, inevitably will play out in your favor, as in opposed to being my favor. No, uh, the woman's favor. The, yeah. If a woman, if a woman has the balls and the confidence and like the, kind of the trust and the whatever to like, even if she believe, doesn't really believe it, she's just saying like that's a power move to say, yeah, you can do that. Because I think it puts in your mind like, oh, I can do that. Well, then I don't really need to do that. But if it's like, don't where, where, let me see your phone. What's your password? Blah 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 blah. Then you're like, yo, fuck you. I can do that anytime I want. What's funny, man, is like I probably had like three women where like I was like seeing them consistently enough, but they weren't like monogamous girlfriends. But we were like obviously like dating. And when they've been like, yeah, let's just do our own thing. And at some point with like pillow talking, drinking or whatever, like whether it's at a bar or in bed after sex, but we start talking about like, well, so who have you been seeing? What have you been doing? And like the one thing I'll say that they all have in common is I feel like they've all been a little turned on when they found out like I was really out here doing shit. Right. And I will say is I was with this one girl and I was like, so have you fucked anybody since da 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 And she's like, yeah, I, f- I fucked, like, two guys since, like, we've been together. And she, I was like, okay, well, who? She's like, this one guy who's whack, and this one guy just uh, plays on the team at Cal. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm not going to lie, I was kind of like, oh, word? What position he play? <laughs> she's like, he's power forward. I'm like, how tall is he? She's like, 6'8". I'm like, okay, was he black or white? And then she was like, he was white, and I said, "Okay, I see why you back here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, because a six, uh, you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, now, oh, he's white. Oh, okay." 
<laughs> yeah, it's like okay, uh, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking Kyle Corver's girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you're fucking the villain from Teen Wolf's girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You're in the sports space, and I yeah. know you. Um, I know you've uh, probably. Well, I don't know you have. I'm just gonna say Lyle Barron's assumes Joe Pranos has some experiences with the. Uh, so, some reporters, some publicists, uh, some agents in uh, in the sports world, and obviously they uh, they may meet an athlete here and there. Have you ever found out a woman that you've been with, like your Eskimo brothers with a pro athlete, and been a little excited? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but at the time, at the time, it was um, at the time I was so I was young. I was like. I was still in college. This is late in college. This girl I was hanging with, um, she was like a 49ers. She was from the Bay and this is on oh, the God. East coast. And she was a 49ers cheerleader. Um, or like I, maybe it was nine. I think it was Niners. It was one of the teams out, out on the West coast. She was like a cheerleader and like, whatever. She was like, probably only like four. So it had to be like chargers Raiders. Yeah. 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 So, and she told me that she like got with, you know, she that like her last boyfriend or whatever was like one of the players. And at the time, I don't even think I asked who, or maybe she told me and it wasn't like, it wasn't like a standout or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, because I was like 22, <laughs> I was just like, I don't even know if I could, I just don't like. I just feel like, like I am a now an unsatisfactory person. <laughs> you know what I mean, but I think because it was football too, I was just like, man, like I'm six, four, I'm a big, you know, dude, like if it was a baseball player or something like that, or if it was whatever, like there's a good chance that it's not, but like an NFL, like every NFL player, except the kicker is bigger than me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, now I feel like a literally like a small person. Well, bigger, but you're taller. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, well, the average height of laying up was what five ten to like maybe six three, six four. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like definitely like an like a and, I, and at the time, you know, I'm 22. I'm a little skinny, like college kid. Like it just felt like, damn. Now I feel like like usually like like you said six four. Like I'm walking around like okay, I'm a yeah. I'm a big tall dude. And now I was like I'm a little person compared to that person. I bet like unless it was the quarterback. Or the backup quarterback, or the kicker, that dude's kicking my ass. You didn't look for an NFL reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's so long ago now that I can't remember if he like told me exactly who it was, but I just remember feeling like, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'll say when she told me like, oh man, like a like a D one six eight power forward, like yeah. clap her cheeks, and she came back to me. I was like. Oh hell, oh I got dick dick. Like that was that is like a weird thing of me asking Okay, so then to bring it back to, to bring it back to the cheating, obviously, is there was this one woman I met at the Sounds Day Improv and she she was she was older. Also also Italian. I, I like the Italians, Joe. You, you know I do. I like the Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah, so, I, oh I know you do. <laughs> right. So That's why you're always putting pasta on your Instagram story. Like, (laughs) look at me, fucking Chef Boyardee, Chef Boyardee dick over here. (laughs) It matches. Look, you know I'm into the wine, so I know, I know, I know you are. (laughs) Little splash of pinot in my pasta sauce. 
That's how you got to do it. So it was this one woman, I should say. And she was like, I want to say, I, okay, I know this because like she told me the year she was, she was 37 at the time. Mm-hmm. And this was 2014. And I said, like, oh shit, you the same age as Ray Allen. <laughs> this is like that. Like, like the year after Ray Allen hit them threes. Uh, yeah. So, so anyways, like we hooked up and she was like, oh my God, like you should have seen me when I was like this age. And she said like, I was like, my boyfriend was like a play football at UCLA. And I was like, oh shit. And I said to her like, yo, if we met in college, would you have fucked me? And she said, probably not. <laughs> and she was like 30. And she still was like, she looked like if a Kardashian was like a regular person. That's, that's, I mean, that's a solid, but, but that, that speaks to your late bloomingness, right? You think, how so? Because it speaks to like, oh, if we had been in college, you're like, nah, but she's like, now, I, well, first of all, there's also her being older, but there's also yeah. like you being like a more mature man. You know what I mean? It's like the, the gap as you get older is like way like it, it could get wider and wider, but it's like way easier a thing. Like dating, like the difference between, and I'm going back, but like, remember when you were like high school and college, like the difference between a freshman and a senior was like the whole world. Yeah, it was like 10 years apart. <laughs> and now the difference between 29 and 51 is not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. I just want to make it clear. I was 23. That was twenty four, and she was thirty seven. Right, right. Okay, I was not doing that at twenty nine. No, no, I know. I'm saying, but like even that at the time, twenty four, right? Like you've come, you, you know, you're yeah. you're a man, you're a man. You're, you're a man by twenty four. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. I mean, how old were you when I met you? Twenty two. Yeah, yeah. You weren't you weren't quite a man then, but you were like you're on your way. <laughs> no, I was, and that's why, like, and then, like, we kicked it in New York with your boys, and there was like, then okay, I, I don't want to go down there. We'll, we'll say that for the next spot. Our, our New yeah. York reminiscing. So, before I gotta let you get out of here, so I gotta ask you: Could you forgive a woman, or or even your current woman, cheating on you now? Like, could you forgive that just based on you you know the road of that, or is it just kind of like, no, we don't do that anymore? Um, I think it would have to be like, it would depend on the situation. Right. But I will say, so like I'm, I'm leaving open the possibility, but what I will say again is like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age. You know what I mean? Like I'm 41. I made it this far. Like, like what? Like it's not like, I'm. you know, it's not like at this point I'm like, I have anything to prove to anybody. You know what I mean? I don't have to like prove to my mom that I'm like, can like, like I'm going to get married. Like I've given her grandkids or anything like that. Like, like at a certain point you just got to go like, I've been through relationships so many times that it's like, could I is your question. And I will say, yes. Would I probably not like, why, why would I like, or why would you not? Because I've done, because like there's, it's, it's not that hard to just be out. I've done it so many times. Like when you were younger, it was hard, right? Like breaking up with people is hard. 
And now when you get, when you get, when you just get used to it, you just go like, all right, later. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be that hard. Like, I would just be like, I don't even have to, like, I don't even have to think about if I should or if I would. Like, I just don't even have to think about it. Like, onwards and upwards. Here we how, go. How many girlfriends have you had? Lots. <laughs> See, that's I don't the know. thing I can never, like, like fully, like, I mean, I get how people do, but it's like, like, I get having sex, like, I get men having sex with a lot of women, and I even get women having sex with a lot of men. But just like having a lot of like, or at least uh, verbally agreed upon monogamous relationships, I'm like, man, how do you, how do you meet that many people that like you're comfortable doing that with? Not yeah. questioning your like your judgment, just saying like. And then that's a whole. That's like a whole other thing to unpack. That's like, that's what makes you know, all kinds of like. That's just, that's probably just like a me thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like that, that could be in like family and the relationships and like that I saw and just like, I don't know. I hate to be so California as to be like, I'm a cancer. And like, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> but like shit like that. It's like, I think it's like a, everybody is built different. And like, I just like, I enjoy spending time with people getting to know people, um, getting to experience things with people for the first time going places with people traveling doing all that stuff so like yeah you know if it's i don't know i guess i'm good at it in some sense but not great at it because it's not like i don't know or maybe i am great at it just like great at knowing when it's over too i don't know are relationships for you just kind of like being with the homie like i mean obviously like there's a sexual attraction that gets your dick up and all that but it's kind of also just like you're good company. Okay. No, bye. Okay. But, it, but it's like, but it's like new friends. Like, you know, when's the last time you made like a new friend? Like, like your homies are your homies, right? Right. right. Like I've been in long-term relationship with my homies for like my whole life. I, We're like, I met some of them in New York. There was a one like Italian girl. She was calling them, uh, uh, Harold and Kumar. When he, I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that was, I think that was my sister. That's Harold oh, and Kumar in them. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking even funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my my sister's my had I had two friends. I my one friend Lawrence is Asian, and then his best friend is an Indian dude. And my sister used to call them Harold and Kumar. I that was my first time in New York too, by the way. So when I was experiencing it, I'm like, wow, they're really politically incorrect here. Yeah, my sister doesn't give a fuck. My sister does not give a fuck. Um, but uh, yeah, like they're like. My friend, like, you know, it to me, like, you're you're a dude I met, you know, what, eight years ago now or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like Obama's first or the beginning of his second yeah. term. But like, I, you know, and we've we've hung out and we've done your shows and we've like partied in the Bay, we partied in New York, we partied in L.A. But yeah. I've never been like, hey Lyle, you want to go to Hawaii? <laughs> hey Lyle, you want to go to wine country? <laughs> Well, I would tell you yes to that. I know. I mean, you, yeah, you, I, I would never ask. You'd be I'm down sure. for both of those things. But I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, that's the something you meet someone and you're like, hey, you want to go to this? You want to go to, you know what I mean? Like, no, there's certain like, places you don't want. I don't want to go to Hawaii with the bros. Right. Right. But even like, even like, like if I was coming to the Bay, you know, I always used to come up and you know, I would come up in the summers and I would always go to like, 
the Mets Giants games whenever I'm there. Like whenever I always plan my summer trip around when the Mets are coming down so I can go to the ballpark and like, you know, I'll I'll I would invite my friend, like I'd invite you to come to that game with me. I would whatever. But like if we were just sitting here in LA or if we were just sitting in New York or we were just sitting in the Bay and I was like, I'm gonna go to a ball game, I wouldn't just like call you up and be like, Yeah, hey, like I'm gonna go to the Dodgers game. You wanna go? Like I would be like Hey, this chick, you want to go to the Dodgers game? You know what I mean? It's just like, just like doing stuff. It's like a good, like, okay, cool. We'll like experience this together. As opposed to like when you're with your boys, it's like, Hey, we just chop it up or like hit the bar or whatever. But yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's a different thing. I don't know. So, so to close this, so to close this out. Anyway, my point is, do you want to go to wine country or not, Lyle? <laughs> Me, dude, I get I get six free tastings a month, and like I use like probably like two a month. Did you get like banged? Did you get banged up when you went to Tahoe? By the way, I sent you to my crew in Tahoe. Oh, I had a great time there. By the oh, by the way, far so you hated the food and you hated the town. You didn't love Tahoe. I saw. I, 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 I did not. I've had like two. I've had like too many traumatic. Like the first time I went to Tahoe, like. I like fell in the like in the snow, and my dad wouldn't help me up, and he laughed at me. And a guy on a snowmobile tried to help me, and my dad yelled at him, was like, "Stay away from my child! That is not your child!" And he just laughed at me and told me like, "I'll never be Kobe Bryant if I don't make it up the hill." It was like, traumatic childhood experiences with Tahoe. Yeah, and then and then I went again as a teenager, and I fucking didn't like it. And so, oh, anyway, so like as an adult, I just hated like there's somebody always singing like. They make a Beatles song extra sad. Like the food wasn't good. We got food poisoning there too, and it was like it was cold. As shit. I'm from Africa. I can't handle that yeah. shit. It's funny because <laughs> I have I have bad luck there myself. I I got like alcohol slash uh, altitude sickness one time and like had to be dragged yeah. off the stage at a comedy show. I broke my knee there last year and was fucking had to get surgery. I remember that. But yeah. but I still love it because my because my crew's up there. My dudes look at the pub, and I I still love it. And I golf and I go snowboarding, and I still love it, even though it, I I think I do. I think it also might be cursed for me too. So they did. It's funny. I did name drop you when I got to the and they like they had like the little uh, socially distant like tent things, and it was, yeah, they were fucking great, man. And the prices yeah. were wonderful too. Good good folks up there. Yeah yeah fuck I, you know I'm like I'm I fuck. I know you watch The Sopranos, right? Yeah, of course. So it was this line that Tony's mom said about like Tony and Hesh, and she said, "Oh, he thinks every word that comes out of his mouth is gold," and that's like our relationship. Yeah, (laughs) it's like Joe Prano said it. It, 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 We're we're good. Joe Joe said it. Let let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this with um with uh, cheating to to close us out. Um. The final, are, the final question f- for men where it's it's this dilemma well, well actually before i ask the final question would you do it like like all, would you do it over again if you could or would you do it the same? i mean for me like i i would have i would have cheated because i need i needed bodies i think uh this is a this is becoming a repetitive answer but every situation is different some of them i would do again and some of them i would do different fair enough okay so final final question for a man, what would you tell him, like a young man listening to? Because we, we have, like, a lot of our listeners are, like, 24, 25, and are, yeah. like, more of the, you know, kind of, I don't want to say sheltered, but, you know, they, they, they smoke a lot of weed and they didn't really get out. Sure. 
So for them, and they're in this situation, what would you tell them are good reasons to cheat and reasons not to cheat? Like a, a guy that's like mid-20s, late-20s, even early-30s, and just kind of like, should I do it? Should I not? What, what would you tell them are like, yeah, you should, and then this is why you should, this is why you shouldn't? Um, it's a great question. I think, I, I said this before, I think the first, and I think the first thing is your happiness. You have to start with yourself, okay? So if you're not happy, you're going to make other people around you miserable. You're going to make bad decisions. You're going to get reckless with your life. You're going to start drinking too much. You're going to start doing smoking too much pot. You're going to start getting into other drugs. You're going to do whatever. So, like, do things in your life that make you happy so that you don't put yourself in a dangerous position with your unhappiness. I think your unhappiness can manifest itself in a lot of terrible ways. I bet you a lot of people who get drunk and fucking get in a car, get in a car accident and hurt somebody had a sad day. You know what I mean? So the reason too is you got to start with your own happiness. Now, the reason not to is because your, your search for happiness might be in the moment. And you're just thinking short term and in the short term, you're getting a short term fix and you're fucking up somebody else's shit, fucking up somebody else's life. You're doing something bad to somebody. So I would say the reason not to is because it's not actually going to satisfy you, the happiness that you need. So it's kind of a related answer. I would say first and foremost, the reason to is like, you need to be a happy person. Do what is going to make you happy. But just the reason not to is do not do something that's only going to make you happy for a second or 10 minutes or an hour or two hours. Now, if this is a decision that is going to manifest in you being happy, happier long-term, go for it. Boom, does, that, does that make sense or is that a little too cryptic? I, I mean, this is unpacking and I think you unpacked it. I mean, I think like my point is just like, you know, just for like a moment, uh, you know what I mean? Like just for a momentary hit of like the adrenaline, whatever, it's a terrible reason to do things. Just like you feel good. You feel like a good man. You feel like a big man. You feel like you could, you feel like you proved that. Cause here's the other thing. This, I think this is important. I'm glad that I didn't, I, I'm glad that I didn't give up and let you let me off the hook without doing it. <laughs> right. This is a very important one. Knowing you could is almost as good as doing it. Sometimes it's even better. Like if you know you could, it's the same. That gives you the same rush as like the, as like the doing it just to do it thing, as opposed to like a longer, as opposed to like a, a grander one where you're actually like, like where it's like, where it's like ongoing or fine or like you're doing something that's like, you know, you, you've accomplished something. Like, I think a lot can be done by being like, I could have, if I wanted to, but I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like the, it, it, it's the knowing, but it's like men, we don't get to that till we've done that enough. Sure. Whereas like with women, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, women obviously have their like needs and they even have outside ideas or whatever. But it's like it, it's the knowing. It's like the kind of getting off and the knowing thing. Right. Whereas, like with us, like I've had women like I fuck the shit out of me, and I've just kind of been like, hmm, I'm gonna just jack off to that later. Like right. that's where I'm at in my life. 
Yeah. And like, I don't even need the other shit, but I mean, it, but it's, I don't need the other shit because I've like, I've hold it up enough. Right. I think my, you know, it, it goes back to my answer of like, if, if this is truly about your happiness and you're like, it's going to make you happy. And then like, it's also going to spurn you to act take action in your life, whether it be in your relationship or whatever. So that you're like, okay, I did that. And now it means that I don't have to go back home and do this about it. You know what I mean? Talk to her about why I did that or, or you should never do that. (laughs) No, no, you should never do that. But I'm saying, but like, I'm not saying about why you did it. Like not say, Hey, I did this and this is what I did it. But if it makes you go home and go like, Hey, so shit ain't been right lately. And I'm not that happy. And like, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? That the the action that you did is completely separate. But if it if it leads you to do something like that, or if it just if it just pushes you forward in actual actual happiness, then it's then like I think it's like a very justified thing. And if it's just like a momentary like hit of like of like you know life, yeah, juice. I think it's oh, dang- that's a perfect word. Yeah, I think it's like different. Like it's a different. Like it's. It's going to feel good in the moment and it's going to be whatever, but like it might end up being worse for you in the long run. So just like, look at the risk reward is what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that That's beautiful. Joe Prano. Thank you. Thank you to Joe Prano for joining us. Also check out dirty sports podcast, him and Andy Ruther. Shout out Andy Ruther. Man, I just listened to, like, the first, like, three minutes of the spot, and I started to cringe, like, damn, did I, like, tell that much? I was, I don't know, I, I just feel very comfortable with you guys. I feel like this is a very nice, intimate setting. I, I like it. Hey, please, if you guys like the podcast, like I said, leave a nice review, screenshot it, share it, tag me, tag the guest. Enjoy your week. I'll see you guys on Friday. Be well.